It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, it's great to be talking to this man right now as we were trying to pick our best coaches of all time, any code, any country, any persuasion. Uh, Brendan Popper is a great sports uh, follower as well. Pops, what jumps out off the page for you? Greatest coach of all time, anything? Oh, um, Chicago, Chicago Bulls coach. Um, Phil Jackson. Jackson. Um, yeah. Yeah, got a lot of strong votes. What about your greatest New Zealand coach of all time? Wow. Um, New Zealand, um, on the yeah, spot. What are we marking this on? Success? Or are we marking it on turning turning a team around? Or are we... Um, you are the judge I, and I, jury. I, I'd have to say, someone, if you look at uh, Auckland rugby, for instance, where you, you're looking at sort of that Graham Henry, uh, John Hart era, you know, that was... Yep. I mean, they had some cattle. Yes, they did. Mm. Um, but, boy, they just kept on winning, didn't they? Mm. Um, so that from a rugby perspective. I'd also mention from a cricket point of view, um, Steve Rickson for what he did for the Black Caps because, you know, the Black Caps were in a in a time where we were struggling through that early 90s period, sort of after the 91 World Cup, and then he came through and really lifted the team, you know, to win that um, the ICC tournament. Um, which is oh the champions yeah, trophy yes yeah yeah you know and that was a that was a huge effort from from that from that side to, to where we were and you know we battled and had good players but we're never really winning those sort of tournaments so um, yeah I'd, I'd give him a mark as well I think he did, I think he did great things for New Zealand cricket um, and before we leave that subject actually I've got the top thirty two as voted by the listeners over the last hour and a half um, I'm going to reveal them a little bit later uh, but coming in twenty third. Interested in your take on this, Chris Waller? Oh yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm allowing trainers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, again, like he has a lot of horses, but he also has he's, he's able to turn those those horses into great horses, and obviously trained an absolute champion uh, in Winks, and he's a Kiwi bred from little old Foxton, uh, from the home of the Happy Chicken, uh, and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good vote. Excellent. All right, let's 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 turn our attention to what we're, we're supposed to be talking about. We just had a really good long chat with uh, Maddie John, so let's have a look at the NRL while that's the, the flavour of the week. Um, injuries, suspensions, buys, form reversals, really hard markets to set. Massively hard. And when you look at the very first game, Look, the, the Parramatta Eels, it's it's a very tough one to try and line up, isn't it? With, hey, they've had two defeats. They were beaten in Golden Point, of course, against the Melbourne Storm and then beaten by a side who who didn't have their star player playing in Nico Hines. So uh, how much trouble are they in? And I heard Matthew Johns make that very good point about those sides that they're playing over the next three weeks all coming off the bye. Mm. I mean, that's massive, isn't it? Um, so Manly Sea Eagles have actually taken some really good support 
They're $1.69. They were electric uh, at home, weren't they, against the Bulldogs. Um, they just blew them off the park. And, and having Toby Turbo is a huge, it's huge for that manly side um, and for their attack. And he just seems to just bob up everywhere and he, he just creates something. He is a key player for their side. So we've already seen good money uh, around the Manly Seagulls. We've also taken a $3,000 multi through uh, the league games. And this is on the Dolphins, minus three and a half. Broncos, head-to-head. Sharks, head-to-head. Bulldogs, minus four and a half. Bunnies, head-to-head, to return $34,000. So that's yeah. um, an, early, an early charge on the NRL before the teams get announced. And the Dolphins here, that they are taking a surge in a number of different markets. Obviously, the next game that they're taking place in, uh, the Dolphins, which is against Newcastle, effectively their first away game, uh, where what's their price of dollar fifty-eight. But also in the top eight market, uh, they they were one of the teams at the six dollars that was taking a fair bit of support. It was both them and the Warriors and the Tigers that are all sort of getting nibbled away in that top eight market. And if you do look for the top eight market now for the Dolphins, they sit around that three dollar price, three ten, and the Warriors, they were six fifty. The Warriors, they're now four fifty. So a bit of a change again in that marketplace in the top eight. Um, We'll probably talk about this again tomorrow, but I'm interested in market moves in uh, the Breakers Kings game. Of course, winner takes all, loser goes home. Very very upset. What? What over the last 24 hours, and what are we? We're about one day and eight hours away from tip-off in this unbelievably anticipated game. It is, isn't it? Man, it's going to be massive. And at this stage, 68% of our turnover in head-to-head betting is all on the breakers. Mm. Uh, so 275 is their price. Kings 141. Uh, so that's where things sit in, in the head-to-head market. But we have taken a heavy bet in the halftime full-time market, which is quite interesting here, it is $4,000 on the breakers to be leading at halftime and the kings to be winning at full-time at $6. Mm, mm. Because the breakers are Achilles heel was that third quarter. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And we've seen that all through this series. Uh, So maybe that's what the thinking is there with that punter. So... That's taken some some really good support. So, yep, power plays. There's a lot of different ways to play into that market. But, yep, at this stage, punters are backing the Kiwis at 275. And and just about uh, the Kiwis, the Black Caps, too. No doubt when Paulie Mawati was on and you spoke to him yesterday around the cricket, I mean, the Black Caps at half past one were $50 uh, to win that. (laughs) Were they? Oh, my God. They they actually got it to $60. now, of course, the draw was... Everyone just thought it was going to be a draw. There was not a ball be bowled. And those that were sitting on $7 in the draw um, had probably spent it themselves and thinking that, you know, I'll get home at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, turn it on, it's still raining. At 2 o'clock, it was $20. At 3.30, when the game did restart, it dropped to $10. We took a $10,000 bet on the Black Caps at $2.50. And we also took $1,000 on the Black Caps at $9 during that live betting. Um, in what was uh, a game for the ages again. Whew. You've given us fodder. You got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that was something to take in, wasn't it, last night, that, that cricket game? Absolutely was. Absolutely was. In fact, uh, while you're there, Carl sent us a text message and he said, Hey, Staffy, a guy who turned 37 yesterday with a pulled hamstring and a bulging disc in his back sprinted the length of the cricket pitch and dived... 
to make his ground to win us a test match yesterday. Neil Wagner should never buy a beer again. I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, he's out there with Stephen Donald now, isn't he? Yeah. Just walking to a bar and just passing him a beer. Yeah, that's it. Pops, always enjoy our chats. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Steffi. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Brennan Popperwell there from the tab.co.nz. That's the website. Get the app. All of that. And, like, if you were following that live betting markets, um, even if you haven't had a bet, tune in and watch watch a game of sport that's got live betting on it and just watch how volatile it is. It's a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. Right up. We'll take a break. We'll come back and find out what's making news.